Hi, I'm Julie. And I'm Hallie. And we're the host of Metaphysical Nomads. Woo! And today on Metaphysical Nomads, we are talking about our one of our favorite subjects, which yes. is Chinese astrology. Or Eastern astrology. It's used kind of all over the East. Okay. Well, maybe so. But all the books I read call, <laughs> call it, it Chinese, Chinese astrology. astrology. Most commonly called Chinese astrology. Yes, we're not trying to limit it. <laughs> but it, but it is, it's similar to Western astrology, but it's also different. I mean, it's similar to Western astrology in that there are 12 different signs and it's similar to Western astrology in that it's based on kind of a calendar based on your birth date, but it's actually lunar calendar. Um, so that's, that's kind of interesting. And it also gets into depth, like with Western astrology on depending on the time you were born and the, the day and the year and, and how that all plays into your personality. So there are definitely are some commonalities, but it's also very different in that it has nothing to do with the stars and the placement of the stars with your birth. It just has to do more with the rhythms of nature, I mm -hmm. say would, would be an interesting way to describe it. So we have a lot of material for you guys today. If you're interested in Western astrology, please listen to our East, Western Western, Western astrology, astrology podcast. Yes, for comparison. But today is all about Eastern, Eastern astrology, astrology or Chinese astrology. Okay, so um, Hallie, do you want to walk through the animal concepts of how that yep. all works? Yep, I'll, I'll walk through a couple of things. Um, first thing, just like Western astrology, there's a lot of different moving parts in uh, Eastern astrology or Chinese astrology as well. Um, there are, you can have not, sorry, you have four different animals associated with your chart. Um, and most people know of the one animal, which is the year you're born. Um, but there actually is an animal associated to the year you're born, the month you're born, the day you're born, and the hour you're born. And each of those animals mean a different thing. So the year you're born, the animal that represents you in the year you're born has to do with your soul or life path um, and how you choose to see your personality and how other people see you. Okay, so be clear, like this is the year right now when we're recording this podcast is the year of the tiger. So everybody who's born beginning February 1st, I think is when the Chinese New Year was this year, everybody born this year are going to be tigers and their soul life path is all going to be same. They're all going to be pretty much that they're going to be tigers if they're born after February 1st. So mm -hmm. year of the tiger, that would be your your life path. But then depending on what month you're born in within that year, uh, you have a different animal and that kind of correlates to your family beliefs and your ancestry. Um, so it has a lot to do of what did you inherit from your family? Um, and what kind of what things from your family are you carrying on and bringing out into the world? Then you'll have an animal associated with your day, uh, the day you were born. And this is has to do with your body and your physical self, um, kind of how your health is, how your body's structured. That's all usually related to the animal that coincides with the day that you're born. Finally, you have an animal that represents the hour that you were born. Uh, and this is your inner self. This is who you really are. It's your spirit, your emotions. It's, it's your internal person. And all of these animals work together to kind of create who you are. But there's additional things and there's more, like they say. In <laughs> right. Yeah. But wait, there's but wait, more. There's more. <laughs> so not only does you, do you have an animal for your year, month, day and hour, you also have an element associated with the, an, your animal and an element that associated with your animal in your hour, day, month and year. 
So, mom's going to talk about what those elements are and what they mean. Yeah. So, in addition to your animals, and and by the way, you mm -hmm. can go online. There are some um, apps and things that you can do, and just sort of plug in your all this information, and it'll spit out your animals. But if you usually look up four pillars birth chart, that tends to pull up an Eastern astrology birth chart. Oh, okay, good. Okay, so that works. But you could also have a reading, which is really, really fun. And we'll put some resources down for that. And then they really explain it and go through all the detail. You know, again, this is a lot for our podcast today, yeah. um, but it's still really, really fun and good to ever, for everybody to know. So the elements, like when I said that this is the year of the tiger, this is actually the year of the water tiger. And I don't really understand why it's how it's calculated and when the elements arise. Again, that's for whatever the apps or the people who are interpreting it is. But just know for every single element, like the hour you were born, if you're a tiger, you might be an earth tiger. The day, you might be a water sheep. You know, the month, you might be a metal rat. You know, year, you might be a a wood pig so basically there's when they do calculate it there's there's actually an element with it so if you are a fire something before your animal you're going to have a more aggressive energy around you and around the attributes of that particular animal a fire is more of a passionate and a little bit more impatient a little extra that kind of energy is going to come with that animal. So whatever animal traits, you're going to get that little extra with that if you've got a fire. And just as kind of like an example, if you've got a quieter animal, like say uh, a goat or a sheep, um, or sorry, an ox or a sheep, um, those when paired with fire, then become a little bit more boisterous. So you have more, you know, more energy, more passion than would normally be assumed with that animal. Right. Like I'm a fire sheep, I'm a, not a docile, docile yeah. sheep. I'm a more, you know, a little more out there sheep. Mm -hmm. I do things like podcasts. <laughs> so, okay. So there we go. Um, the earth, there's an earth element as well. Um, and so if you've got an earth, you're going to have more of a grounding energy associated with that animal. Earth element is, is connected with fairness, commitment, but also can tend to, to have some worry associated with it. Metal uh, is, you know, as another element, uh, any type of metal added to an animal, you're going to be a good communicator. There's going to be a good balancing of peace and drama in your life, but there might be a tendency toward melancholy associated with, again, those animal traits. Water, a um, little bit more of a sensitive person, intuitive kind, uh, can be musical, for example, uh, but also has some nervous energy. So like if you pair a water with a monkey and monkey can already be kind of a nervous um, animal, you could actually exacerbate some of that nervousness or and anxiety. Get extra nervous. Extra nervous. And wood um, is, you know, more of an expansive element. It's uh, more of outgoing, socially conscious, conscious. So you'll have some of that going with it. And then based on all these calculations, you're also doing yin and yang. So the yin element of anything, um, which they associate, they put like a negative sign and the yang is more of a positive sign. You're having more of a calming influence there associated with whatever your element is and your animal is, but it's going to be more of a receptive energy, more of a society oriented energy. The yang is associated more with the masculine energy um, and they're a little bit more socially indifferent. So you have to see how all of these various things play, play out, out exactly. So for example, chart. my year, for my year, I am a earth young tiger. 
or a young earth tiger. And that's just one of the four pillars of this chart. Um, and there's really so much associated with this and it's a lot of fun. And this is just kind of even, even all this where we're adding elements and yin and yang and four different animals, that's only just scratching the surface of right. Eastern astrology. But it helps you get to more of like what the individual personality is like yes. and why you can't, can't say, well, everybody in the year of the tiger is the same. same. No, yeah. they're not the same. Just like Western astrology, all Geminis are the same or all Leos are the same. No, that's one base element, but you have to really get into the hour they were born, the year they were born. And then that creates the personality. It creates a foundation. It doesn't necessarily define who you are, but it sure helps explain who you are. And that's mm -hmm. why I like it as a metaphysical study because it, it just provides more information. And I will say fascinating enough, when you compare you, who you are with Western astrology and who you are with the Chinese astrology, when you marry the two, it's usually very, very similar. Yeah. Like those traits carry through. So whether you're looking at the stars, you're looking at the more of the Eastern rhythms of nature coming together and the lunar calendar, it still somehow jives. And I think that's pretty, that's pretty cool. It is. So sure. I think it's important for you guys to know what your animals are. So you can always, you know, go figure it out right now, pause, whatever. And you can, we'll give you some, again, some, um, some uh, websites and things you can look at to get more information. But um, Hallie, let's talk about some of those animals. And we are going, there is an order to the animals in Chinese astrology, and it follows a very strict order of who came first and who came last. And you can actually look up, there's some mythology and lore around it that you can kind of look up and see. I think the mythology was sort of like who showed up to the party first. Yeah. It was something yeah, like it, that. It, was, it pretty much was. I, um, it is that because the rat was the first and the rat's the most curious and well, wants no, to no, be the, in the, the know. Rats, the rat snuck on uh, into the party first by climbing on top of the ox and then at the very uh, last minute jumped in front of the ox to become to be the first, first animal okay. of the zodiac and then the last is the pig and the last is the it's kind of like took their dear sweet time yes <laughs> okay all right all right well i'll start with the with the uh, rat and then hallie you can pick up with the next uh, animal okay so the rat is like you know a relentless kind of personality like they will whatever they want they will do what they need to do to get it whether it's um through legal or illegal means i think sometimes <laughs> yeah, they're not they're bit. not they're not so keen on having to follow the rules if they if it interferes with what they need they can be diligent very hard working but they can also be a bit power hungry uh secretive um they're not going to share rats are not going to come out and share their whole life story they will share with you what they want you to know uh, because it serves their purpose. Their purpose. Yes, yes. Uh, they are definitely leaders um, and they get a lot of respect because they command respect. You know, they come out with that type of uh, enough mystery, but obviously plenty of confidence and plenty mm -hmm. of, um, of, you know, hard work ethic, for example. Um, some of their things that they do have, they can be a bit nervous or anxious and they like to talk through things in order to uh, kind of get that anxiety under control. So they like to vent, basically. They they were happy to vent. Um, they're great communicators. Um, some might say that they're a little bit too chatty. So when you're in the presence with the rat, you might uh, want to want to uh, just be prepared to not be able to speak much. And they can be picky uh, and charming, and they really do enjoy their family. So that's sort of their general characteristics. Now, again, as Allie and I pointed out, you can have a rat in one of your four pillars and then that's going to show up whether that's your inner self whether it's your outer self whether it's your physical body whether it's coming from your family that could appear rat 
like all these animals could appear in any order um, in your chart. And, and so it's important to look at the characteristics of all four animals so you can see how they all they work all together. together. Uh, so the next animal that came to the party was the ox. Uh, um, and oxes are very, very sturdy people. They are hardworking. They never give up. They are kind of move at their own pace and they will get things done. If you want something get to get done, give it to an ox. If you want something to get done expediently, maybe don't give it to an ox, um, but it will get done. Uh, they, they also kind of care about labor. Um, they have a very strong character and they do care about getting results. They just have an overall belief in, in simplicity. Um, however, they can be a little bit achievement based and they have a tendency to be a little judgy. Yeah. But if you think about what I like about the Asian astrology is that, you know, that's like with what the ox is like an ox yeah. is a laborer, but you know, could be a little stubborn, but we'll get the job done. You know, the rat can be a little crafty and, yeah. you know, and, you know, but as very confident, that kind of thing. Well, Hallie, you should talk about the next because you're, you're a tiger. And, and so tigers that was the third to arrive at the party. Tiger was the third to arrive at the party. Uh, I am, I am the year of the tiger and very fond of it. Thank you very much. Um, so tigers are fearless. They are courageous and they're ferocious, just like the animal itself. They tend to work very fast paced. Um, however, they can be a little bit more on the loner side. Um, they do tend to be leaders and take on leadership roles. However, that being said, they have a disdain for the rules, um, which I've kind of always interpreted as um, we just don't like being told what to do very much. <laughs> um, and so that's kind of tends to be also why I think we we take on leadership positions, because you can't tell me what to do when I'm the boss. <laughs> um, they're very demanding um, and they are never boring. Um, they we like entertainment and things to switch up. Um, and it, you know, if, if things are going, you know, it seem like they're too much of the same tigers are all about shaking it up. They, they want to see something different. They want something new. They, they'd like something interesting to go on. Um, they can be very creative. They do also have the tendency to be rather attractive. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> You'll take that one. Um, uh, however, uh, tigers, uh, don't always, because of kind of the loner thing, there's a lot of other animals on the Zodiac that they're not really compatible with, especially other tigers. So just FYI. That's a little, yeah. And that's the other thing, like, just like Western astrology with Chinese astrology, you, you can pair animals and the animals either get along or they don't get along. So there's, you know, there's, you, you have a whole element of, you know, Chinese astrology romance. And, and how, how certain animals out. get along with more animals than others. So like I said, the tiger, especially in relationships, uh, there are very few animals on the Zodiac that the tiger actually does well in relationships with. Um, funny story about the tiger is uh, in if you were born in ancient China and you were a woman born in the year of the tiger, you would have a very hard time finding someone to marry you. Um, because the belief was that tiger women thought themselves the equal of man and therefore, you and know, wouldn't make good submissive wives. Exactly. Exactly. And who knows, maybe that's still true today. People who follow this religiously. Um, so the next animal is the rabbit and, uh, the rabbit can be fearless and has a lot of courage. Nope. I'm no, sorry. No, uh, I'm sorry. That's the, I'm reading the wrong one. I'm reading about the tiger. 
Rabbit, uh, oh, sorry, totally different. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Likes to live quietly. <laughs> Not like the tiger. <laughs> um, they um, like to have refined surroundings. They like, you know, security, being in a you know comfy house. Um, they can be um, a bit judgy and very kind of persnickety about the impression that they make and who they associate with. Um, they don't like to change their address much. They like to kind of settle in at, at home with their friends and family nearby. Um, they could be curious, but they don't like disorder or chaos. And I don't think they like conflict very much either. No. I think they shy away from a lot of the conflict and they can tend to be a little old fashioned, a little bit set in their ways. Um, and they almost like don't want to face reality and kind of go into their little hole. Um, but rabbits can be very like good companions. They come across as just being very easygoing and and um, nice to hang out with. They do not like tardiness or procrastination. So, but they're they are a you know a pretty I think a solid animal. But they just like I feel like they're they're like um, kind of like your your introverts in a way. But but because they like the little being they like in their own space. They like the comforts yes, of home. I think so. The dragon is the next one, and I like the dragon because it's it's the only only mythical creature on the entire you know list. Chinese astrology list, which is kind of interesting. Everything else is a is a legit animal that we all know about. So either dragons existed in the past, which Brilliant. I'm not going to rule out. We'll be talking in, about dragons in, actually in another podcast in so ancient an you know out, in but... ancient China they actually existed or like I'm very curious why they would pick a dragon out. and Chinese is all about the dragons you know they have the dragon festivals and the dragon boats and they're all about the dragons so you know who knows where that's all coming from but dragons are uh, very sure of themselves they are the master of ceremonies they like to view themselves as in charge they like to get the party started. They definitely are gifted with power and luck. People look up to them. In business, they can be ruthless and tough. And if they think they're right, completely inflexible. Uh, but they're a faithful friend. They also are one of the ones that they say are very attractive. If you have that in your physical body or one in your chart, that you have a level of attractiveness that others are, are kind of drawn to. So, Holly, why don't you talk about the snake, your brother, the snake? Yeah, my my brother, uh, who's there, Henry, who we've talked about before and who is a huge skeptic of all of these things, yet somehow manages to be the epitome of every single zodiac sign in his chart. Yeah, Western or Eastern. Western or Eastern. He just nails it down and he still doesn't believe in it. But, you know, that's on him. Uh, he is a snake. And snakes are also one of the animals that is considered very attractive. If you were have a snake in your chart, it's likely that you're very attractive. Um, they're irresistible. Um, they love to please. They give great advice. They are uh, people are usually drawn for to a snake for counseling or wisdom. They tend to be very intuitive, and they like having you know security. And they like having, you know, security being provided. That being said, some of the negative or, or you know, traits to work on when it comes to the snake is that uh, they tend to be very manipulative. Yes. They want to get what they want and they will get what they, they want. They will seduce. They will seduce. They, they tend to be snakes. Actually, if you have a snake somewhere in your chart, the, that is one of the signs that's more disposed to infidelity. 
Um, and again, that's if you that's balanced out by some other science. For example, I know Tiger is very much big on fidelity. Tigers will stay faithful um, almost always. If you can find another animal you get along with. If you can find another animal you can get along with. <laughs> probably why. Um, whereas snakes, again, have a little bit more of a tendency towards infidelity. So they can be kind of that cunning, manipulative... But they like their they like their they partner want. to be very exclusive and to them, devoted yeah, to and them. They, but they, they don't necessarily re reciprocate that. Right. Um, the horse is the next, and the horse is um, independent, headstrong. Um, you know, they like to travel. Uh, they can be they're very active or energetic, but they do as they like, and they they do fear failure. They want to do well, but you know they're really beat to their own drum in a way, and are not going to be told what to do. Um, so they can be sometimes though, oddly conservative, um, and a bit, um, outspoken can respond with kind of a, a, a snappish or, or kind of a quick retort, but, um, but they're most important with the horses is that is their independence and desire for freedom. Yet they also still, you know, want to have that security of money or whatever, but they, you know, that's definitely, they are kind of looking out for their own selves and their own independence. I'll let you talk about the next one, Mom, as it's your animal. Yeah, I like the next one because it's the goat slash sheep. Because no matter where you look, everybody defines it. You're either a goat or you're a sheep. And I'm like, which is it? So, and this is what I am, a sheep, allegedly, or goat slash sheep. So I looked it up one day and somebody said, well, it's sort of like that Monty Python. Well, it's not meant to be taken literally. <laughs> it applies to any, any small horned, horned mammal. mammal. <laughs> exactly. So whatever it is, goat, sheep, uh, you know, that's what I am. And I've got two of them in my chart. And if you have a chart that has duplicates, that just means those particular characteristics are coming in, you know, doubly. Extra strong. You know, extra strong. Exactly. The sheep are the most creative. Um, they are in tune with nature, very hardworking, very intuitive. Again, they like security too, but they need to feel loved. They need to feel protected, but they really do not like schedules. They do not like people, you know, requiring them to be places at a certain time. Even though I would say I'm very timely, I do not like having a day that I have like conference calls schedules or meeting schedules. I just do not like that. We long for freedom, generally have um, good manners. And, you know, we're very, you know, I think we're pretty, pretty cool, nice people, frankly. Uh, the next animal on the chart is the monkey. Monkeys are delightful. They are very funny. If you have a monkey in your chart, you've got humor there. They are cunning, uh, but they can be very contradictory. They like to be in on everything. So they want to know what's going on at all times. Uh, they are planners. They make great assistants. Um, uh, but they like to run the show behind from behind the scenes. They'd be like a good vice president who's yes. like really acting like our president kind of thing. Um, <laughs> that would be a good monkey. Monkeys so. are usually very clever, uh, and they but they also have a tendency to be really sensitive. Um, so if you have a monkey in your chart, you're probably very sensitive to things going on around you uh, in just your personal life and in the outside world. The next animal on the chart is the rooster. Um, roosters are very resilient. They're very bounce back animals. Um, life is a roller coaster to them. It's got success and setbacks, but they always kind of get back up. Um, they are the people who will, uh, they are people who will, their people are drawn to them and they're in positions of authority, but they're naturally bossy. Like think of an actual rooster in a, 
you know, Everybody like wake in, up. in a hen, hen house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're like, kind of like ro- running their little domain, you know, they're, they're, the little animal that can be drop drop kicked. Yeah, my, <laughs> so my my favorite comment about the rooster uh, was when we were we had someone read our charts and professionally look at our charts. Someone who had actually studied all this, and there was a rooster in in someone's chart, not ours, but someone else in our family. And uh, the the thing that she said about the roosters is the roosters, you know, they really like to think that they're so in charge and they're they've you know they've got all this you know good. Uh, good ability to lead but you know also this bossiness that they really think they're in charge but you could really drop a drop kick drop kick them over a fence i know seriously i mean they're, they're tiny. Think, they think they're they think they're, they're great uh, but they and they tend to be kind of conservative um the last two animals are the dog and the pig uh dogs are just like a dog uh very loyal likable can be a little anxious uh honest faithful um they're agreeable companion but they can snap and bark periodically and so any t- anybody who's got dog in their chart is going to have a little bit of a bite to them when they when they get provoked or if they get impatient or they get um, feel uncomfortable. They're not easily fooled, so you're not going to have good luck if you're trying to run a fraud scam against a dog. Um, and they're justice seekers. They're going to go out for causes. They're going to go help the the people across the street or the person with their bags, or they're going to, you know, mm-hmm. go into bigger causes through their work. Um, they and- are also the animal, the sign on the Zodiac that gets along with the most other signs of the Zodiac. Yes, exactly. A dog can pretty much date Get anybody. along with anybody. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> exactly. And uh, the last one was the pig, the last one to arrive at the party. Um, they, uh, on the downsides, they tend to be prone to like excess and addiction because they just, you know, will, will take it all in. But they're really sincere and honorable. They like to do things right. Um, they're very authentic with who they are. They can be very sensual. They like to be surrounded by luxuries and chocolates and comfortable nice things. things. And, and they tend to be very lucky in money. They tend yeah. to get make lots of money or fall into things that will, will make them money. Um, and so that seems good for them. Their problem, however is that they need boundaries because people will take advantage with a pig and they're a little naive and not realize they're being uh, taken in. So kind of the opposite of the dog in that regard, yeah. that the, the pig is a little bit susceptible. Uh, pig also does actually pretty well with a lot of different signs on the Zodiac. Uh, not quite as many as the dog. Like I said, the dog is the sign of the Zodiac that gets along with the most people. Um, but the pig will get along, gets along with probably the second most. Um, people. So they they really have a lot of good things going for them there. Um, so here's what's interesting about, I think, the animals is like when you do yourself and you do people around you, particularly your family, you're going to find patterns uh-huh. of, of, of animals. And what we've been told is if you have two or more of the s- same animal in your chart, that you share some karmic um, history or um, past, past life. lives or something like so that spiritual connection with the, that and person. And to clarify, those two animals don't need to be in the same position. If you have right. a uh, tiger and a monkey in your year and month and someone else in your family has a tiger or in your friend group, anyone in your life has a tiger and a monkey in their hour and um, day, then you guys still have that same karmic something that you've shared, past right. life that you've shared, karma that you need to resolve with each other. And the more the more animals you have in your chart that are alike, if you have like three or even four, 
the more karma. So, so my children, Hallie here, my son, Henry share three out of four animals yep. and it's not always a, an easy relationship. They get along, but there's a lot of uh, stuff going on there. And my sister shares three animals with my, with Hallie here. I'm mm -hmm. always confusing them because they have yes. so many personality traits that are similar. I know that my nephew and I, we're both double sheep, for example. So there's, it's very interesting patterns that when you look like, oh my gosh, why are these same animals coming up again and again and again? And why are some animals not appearing at all in my family chart or in yeah. my friend group? Or, you know, so that's really, I think that's kind of interesting too. So you can get into whole layer, layer of study. So to sum it up, basically, you know, Chinese astrology is like Western astrology, but kind of based on the animal concept. You have four animals based on, you know, when you were born, the specifics of when you were born. Each animal will have an element associated with you. When you combine all those elements together, you're going to have a fundamental element of yourself. Like maybe you're a fire energy generally or an earth energy, or you have a lot of energy in a particular um, element. What's interesting about that is if you're missing elements in your chart, you need to balance them with say feng shui. You need to bring, if you're low on metal, for example, you need to bring metal into your life. If you're low on earth. You need to bring earth into your life. So that ties into our whole feng shui, you know, video, which you can also check podcast, out, <laughs> which you can listen to as well. So anyway, and then you get into those elements, you get into those personality traits. I'd love to have you guys look at this, check it out, see what you think, see if it resonates with you. Hallie and I have Love studied this. this a ton. We'll put some recommendations for some books that you can read on the subject if you're interested, but we hope you enjoy it because it's really we, one, yeah, it's one really of our favorite, mm -hmm. way better in our mind than, than Western. Western astrology. Exactly. A little easier. I, I know we gave you a lot, but it's also a little easier to contend with than Western astrology. Yeah, I think so too, because you're dealing with the animals. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, everybody, talk to you next time. everybody have a good day and talk to you soon. Bye.